0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack, with me, Shannon Callahan. Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. If you didn't notice, last week got away from me a bit, so there was no episode, but I'm sure you survived. Perhaps you took the time to follow the pod on Insta, or scooch over to Apple Podcasts to leave a little review. If not, be sure to do that because your praise and admiration will give me a hit of dopamine and I will feel good about myself and make more episodes or something like that. I think that's how it works, but I'm not too sure because this is not a science podcast. It is, however, a podcast where I explore my life assimilating to a new country, pointing out random differences, sharing a bit of culture and history, and chatting to people who definitely know more than me. Did you like that transition there? I told you, season two, we're coming back with a lot better organization and transitions. And oh, here comes another one. (laughs) I literally like wrote out this script a couple of days ago. And every time I write out a script, I think I'm being so clever. And then I go back to read it and I'm just like, you are so lame. And corny. And I never realized that I was like that. But anyway, on today's episode, I'm going to be trialing one of the new segments I've come up with for this season. It's called Shan's Guide to X. And basically, I'll be sharing advice for traveling to various cities and towns around the US and Ireland. Eventually, like maybe I'll do it to other places that I travel to as well. So just kind of talking about like, where to eat, what to do, um, what maybe perhaps where to stay, you know, kind of normal travel bits. Um, of course, be sharing stories and anecdotes along the way as well because it's either a place probably that I've lived or like with the case of Ireland, it's like you know, me at my me and my touristy kind of mindset. Before I dive in, though speaking of like touristy mindset I will kind of preface this by saying that like I, I am very interested by tourism studies I wrote like part of my dissertation was about changing tourism trends and how people are really looking for quote-unquote authentic experiences in their travels nowadays and kind of dissecting what that actually even means and for me I don't want to like jump up on a soapbox too much but like for me authentic travel is kind of it doesn't really exist because anytime that you're visiting a new place and you're asking people oh where should I eat what should I do these like you're asking people to perform for you even if you think you've found this really off the beaten path activity to do or like pub to visit like you're you're still kind of you're still new to the place and so like you can't actually have an authentic experience you can have one that is maybe like unconventional and I think maybe that's the word that people are actually looking for is just kind of unconventional but like it takes a lot of time to know a place and to know the people and the culture and the history and so the authentic experiences come from really taking that time and it's just not feasible when you're traveling so for me like in my travel style all that kind of to say like for me with my travel style I just kind of embrace some of the silliness of of being a tourist like it's not to say that I won't try to find an activity that is not in every single guidebook like I do I will do that but I also just like I don't try to act like I'm a local I don't try to like pretend that this isn't my first time visiting a place I just kind of I'm like, yep, I don't know a whole lot. Let me be a sponge and absorb as much as I can and not expect my experience to be unique or exceptional. You know, I think it's a lot of like, I think with social media, we like want to look like we had the coolest experience ever. But like, it's okay to just do the thing that everybody else did. Like, so long as you know, you're being conscientious about how it's impacting the actual people that you're interacting with like how your action is impacting them or their environment that they have to live in every single day like just be silly just be ridiculous so I don't want to be too soapboxy or like lecturing and I don't want it to sound condescending but just to kind of set up that for today it's not going to really be super relevant because the place that I'm talking about I've been to a hundred thousand times and is right around the corner from where I grew up and is effectively where I grew up but for places when it's like the first when it's the first time I visited a certain spot, like I'll probably I like don't expect it to be wholly unique. The stories and the anecdotes and stuff will be all mine, but like some of the stuff that I do will probably be in those guidebooks. But that's just how I roll. So Anyway. If you're still listening and didn't get annoyed by me telling you to just be a cheesy tourist, then let me introduce to you the first feature of the Shans Guide program, the sweetest place on earth, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Is anybody surprised? You probably are. You probably thought it was going to be Philadelphia, but that one's like a that's like a three-parter. And I also kind of touched on Philadelphia last season. I did touch on Hershey as well this season, but I'm going to dive a bit more into Hershey. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that my love for Hershey's runs deep. Have I mentioned before that Milton S. Hershey, the founder of Hershey's Chocolate, he built a town for his workers and their families, so they had everything they needed in one place. Have I mentioned that? If not, probably did. If not, now you know. I've definitely mentioned that my mom refuses to get me sponsored by the company, and yet I continue to give them free publicity on this podcast, regardless, because that's just the kind of girl I am—dedicated, loyal. But anyway, today's focus will be on one of my favorite places, because, like, I could literally recite facts on it in my sleep. Like, I, I love the, I love Hershey. It's It's right around where I grew up. Um, It's like I said, it's basically where I grew up. I have such an affinity with the place and I don't have a lot of time this week, so I couldn't organize a guest and I needed to go with a place that I could (laughs) like I could just have all the facts imprinted on my memory so I didn't have to work too hard. Nobody told me that they did or didn't like the transition music, so I'm just going to keep it another week and see what happens. So, yeah. So, Hershey. I grew up near Hershey, Pennsylvania. I have had countless visits to the town. I, like, my doctors are in Hershey, so I could talk about a million different things to do and places to go. I'm gonna try to be practical and concise, and I'm already, like, almost 10 minutes into recording, so I'm gonna try to just give the highlights. The Hershey Company was founded in 1894 by Milton S. Hershey, and in 1906 he opened what is now Hershey Park. It was a place that he originally intended for his employees to just be able to like chill um, and kind of recuperate. It, I think there were like, it was originally like a lake, there was a lake or something. We'll go with that. But it was a lot more chill than, the- today it's an amusement park. It has 15 roller coasters. If you do go to Hershey Park, my favorite roller coasters are the wildcat and the great bear the wildcat will give you a concussion it's like one of those old school wooden roller coasters um the great bear is a bit more of a modern one but it's actually like so so fun um those two would be my favorite i haven't been in years though so i know like when i saw i double checked how many roller coasters they had because it'd been so long and they've definitely added a few since i was last there Funny story, I'm pretty sure the last time I went to Hershey Park, I fainted twice uh, waiting in line for two separate rides. One of them I was literally like about to get onto the ride and I started to feel faint so I had to step off Um, and then we had to leave and I had to go to the emergency room because I shouldn't have been fainting. Ultimately, they discovered that I was not pregnant, which was like, duh. And then they didn't figure anything else out. They said it was probably the heat and like I was dehydrated, but they couldn't really tell because I had been chugging a lot of water because when I went to the medical tent in the park, they just had me drink water. But I think that was the last time I was there. I don't know. But that seems so long ago because I would have only been like, I would have been in my like early, I would have been like 20 no, nine, I would have been like 1920. There's no way that I haven't been in like seven or eight years. But I think it was. Maybe one other time in between? Surely one other time in between. No, because no. Wow, this is really interesting content for you guys, me trying to figure out my brain. I think I have gone because I think I ended up getting to ride the ride that I fainted on for. So anyway, fun, fun story from Hershey Park. (laughs) I might cut that. I don't know. Um, But yeah, Hershey Park is probably the, that's kind of the main attraction of the town, I'd say, for people to come and visit. There's also Hershey's Chocolate World, which is right next to the entrance to the park. And that kind of has really changed over the years. Like when I was a kid, it just had, this ride that you could go on and it taught you how Hershey's chocolate is made and then you got a free piece of chocolate at the end. They still have that ride. They have updated it like two or three times since I was a kid. It's not as fun anymore as it used to be and not because I'm not a kid but because they have creepy singing cows now instead of like cute singing cows but it's It's interesting and then you learn how they make the chocolate and there's like one thing you go through like the roaster and it gets you all warm it's really fun and then they've also now added like a 40s show you can make your own chocolate bar there's a restaurant there's really good milkshakes you can buy all the chocolate in the world and and outside of that you can book tickets to go on the trolley ride I think they still have the trolleys going but the trolley takes you it's not a ride it's it's you hop on like an old school looking trolley car and they drive you around the town and they give you the history of the town talking about like how Milton S. Hershey like where he used to live why do I keep calling him Milton S. Hershey where Hershey used to live with his wife Kitty they kind of talk about how the town was built up and there's like, they dress up in costume they have it was So many of my friends did it when I was in high school as like their first job. They'd do it in the summer and you'd have to, they'd have to like kind of like hop off the trolley and like hop onto the back of it and then like get changed. And then they'd run back up and hop on and they'd play these characters. It was amazing. I loved it. I would actually 10 out of 10 recommend that if it's still going. I did not check anything. (laughs) if anything was open before I started writing my list. So here's open. There is, so those kind of three are all like in and around it together. There's also Hershey Park Stadium is right there in the same parking lot and so that would have been the place to go for any concert but like that was where the big names went was to the stadium. So when I was a kid, who did I get to see? I saw... Dave Matthews band I saw Jason Mraz I saw John Mayer I saw well I technically was working I worked for a summer at the stadium and that summer I listened to two One Direction concerts outside of the stadium I was working I was like selling merch outside so I didn't actually get to see them but one of the girls that I was working with got to sell a t-shirt to Harry Styles and I wasn't a fan of One Direction at the time but looking back now I really wish I would have been inside of the stadium because I go to my Harry Styles yeah so I, I'm sure I saw some I'm I would imagine no I definitely saw oh I saw Britney Spears I saw Bruce Springsteen there twice I saw NSYNC there I think yeah and then like that you there'd also be like sports games like football games so yeah big stadium big names come that's kind of like when there was nothing else to do you would just go to a concert in the summer it was really fun there's also the giant center that does indoor concerts and that's where the minor league hockey team plays so we would have spent a lot of time at the giant center as well growing up because my family would have been big into hockey ice hockey for those who call it that oh if you're looking to like relax You can go to the Hotel Hershey that has a spa in it and you can take a chocolate bath. They have like various chocolate treatments. Of course, they have to go with the theme. They also like, I got a really good massage there once. And I think I got a facial there before and that was nice as well. You can also, it's a hotel, you can stay there, but I always just used to go for treatments at the spa. You can also go to the Hershey Gardens. That's like, I think my sister got her prom photos there. And that's like my only experience of the garden, so I can't really speak (laughs) much more on them. But for food stuff, I have such fond memories of the Hershey Pantry. And I feel like that's kind of like, think Mother's Day brunch, and that's the Hershey Pantry. That one's really, really nice. We used to always go to the Coco Diner, me and my friends. Whenever we were hanging out, we would just go there that one holds many fond memories there's nothing super special like or spectacular about it but if you like the kind of if you're fascinated by like American diner culture that's a good place to go they're also oh my god what's the name of the around the corner from that there is it's technically not Hershey anymore but like you're not really going that far out of the way Around the corner, there's one of those old, like, 1950s-themed diners as well, where, like, I think they still wear rollerblades around, I think, and it has, like, the milkshake bar and that kind of vibe. That's a really good spot as well, but I can't remember the name, but if you just search it, I'm sure you'll find it. Hands is, like, one of those classic, like, Hershey's restaurants that I feel like just everybody goes to. It's right in the middle of, kind of, town, and I feel like just everybody you would go there for like a work lunch or you'd go there for like dinner with friends or whatever there's um there's a brewery in Hershey called Trogues, so you can go to the brewery I think they do tours but they also have a restaurant that's really fab and very like open plan and stuff and very very like massive I remember the last time I was there I ran into a bunch of people from high school so it's kind of like the spot that everybody was going to. There's a winery as well in Hershey, but I've never been to it. If you want to see, aside from like the chocolate stuff, which before I forget, the street lamps are all like Hershey's Kisses. And so some of them are wrapped and some of them are unwrapped. Um, that's just really cute. And also like the factory is still there, so... they always say kind of depending on which way the wind blows it either the town either smells like chocolate or shit because there's also farms for the cows for the milk um but when it smells like chocolate it's divine obviously like the chocolate stuff is the big stuff for me and for many people but one of the really kind of niche interesting parts about the town is it has like the biggest car show in the u.s so if you like old vintage cars the car show in hershey is I'm, I'm pretty sure it still is like the biggest one and so in the summertime you can tell when it's about to be time for the show if you're not tuned into it because people will like start leaving their cars that they're putting up for sale like along the road into the town and like you just see all of these people descend on the town in like these super like old you know like 1950s 1940s cars and um, which is really cool and there is a car museum in Hershey as well which I haven't been to, but it's supposed to be really, really good and really interesting. And kind of it came to be because of how important that show has become and how it's like been integrated now into like the history of the automobile. So that's really cool. Those are like the main things. Look, at this stage, all of those things that I just listed off, you could spend easily three days in Hershey. And that's like without even going out, And doing anything super outdoorsy. I always went to Camp Catherine, but that's like a Girl Scout camp, so I don't think I can recommend that to you. If you were planning a trip to the US, right, and you just did Pennsylvania, you'd be close enough to the Poconos, which would then be close enough to Philadelphia. You'd be able to get to Gettysburg and Lancaster without too many issues. And if you had to leave Pennsylvania because you didn't like all of those places, or because you're like most people and you wanna see New York, like you're not that far from New York. And on your way to New York, you could stop in Scranton if you're a fan of The Office and look at that building. If you wanted to go to DC, you wouldn't be too, too far from DC either or Baltimore. So, oh, and I guess if you wanted to go to Pittsburgh, but like, why would you want to go to Pittsburgh? But yeah, you could easily spend three days doing those things that I just mentioned. So I feel like that's a good first guide. And I told you a story about how I fainted in a park twice. So what more do you want from me, people? Oh, and, and Hershey Park is the number two theme park in the U.S., potentially in the world, but definitely in the U.S. after Disney. So that means that it is less crowded than Disney. So if you want to do the, like, cool amusement park ride, just go to Hershey. And then you get chocolate and stuff. And it's all chocolate themed. I am going to end it here hope you enjoyed the first of shan's guides and i hope that you enjoyed that it's to hershey if you need any further advice you can shoot me an email anycrackpodcast at gmail.com you can message me on insta at anycrackpodcast thanks so much for listening everyone i will chat to you next week or potentially the week after depending on how my life goes bye